It's always good to remind yourself where video games have come from, and you'll have another chance to do that real soon with uh, Video Games the Movie, which comes out uh, on demand on iTunes and places like that, and in a limited release in theaters on July 15th. Uh, Video Games the Movie tries to chronicle the history of games and contextualize video game culture in a way that well, a broader mainstream audience that sometimes thinks about games but doesn't necessarily understand what the heck is going on with them uh, might better understand. There was actually a Kickstarter uh, project that was asking for $60,000 and ended up raising $107,000. And the director, Jeremy Sneed, is out talking about his documentary because the game, the documentary is coming out soon. And I had an opportunity to chat with him on the phone about what it was like to film it, what it was like to, to crowdfund for something like this, what games he used to play when he was younger. Uh, we kind of cover all the bases uh, about video games in the movie, which, like I said, you'll be able to uh, check out for yourself on July 15th. Here's our conversation. Appreciate you taking a couple minutes of your time. I'm, I'm sure uh, you're in a current sprint slash marathon for all this right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, thanks for, thanks for being interested. So, how how do you feel? You know, so close to to everything coming together, everything being out. You know, obviously, you know, doing a Kickstarter is its own stressor in and of itself. But then you have to go make a movie, and then you have to edit that movie, and then you have to publicize that movie. And now you're, you know, you're awfully close to to the end, as much as one can get to the end. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, I just feel. I feel invigorated. It's it's surreal. It's uh, you know to quote uh, George Lucas, uh, uh, independent filmmaking is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> and you know, in some ways, it's gotten easier with the with uh, technology becoming available. But in other ways, it's gotten more difficult because there's so much competition, and you kind of have to be a one-stop shop if you want your film to not only see the light of day, but actually have a you know a wide audience. Um, so it's it's exciting, you know. I, I've I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I, I feel like you know making the movie probably took years off of my life just from stress, and uh, but hopefully the it's being released will will add those years back. So, so who do you consider the sort of target audience for this? Like, do you is this aimed at a much more wider audience that necessarily or doesn't necessarily understand video games, is into video games? Who who are you targeting with it? Yeah, you know, I, I think the, the cliche sort of four-quadrant uh, thing applies here, but there is some qualifications to that, which is I knew going in that, you know, that gamers, sort of the target-rich audience of, of gamers, uh, were going to love it, and it would be sort of a love letter to them and, and to the industry. Um, and I don't mean that to sound arrogant. I just I, I felt like if we did our jobs right, that anyone that loves the medium would be proud of it and, and, and want to share it with friends and say, here, look, this is you know something I love. But you know, I feel like the 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 way the structure of the film, the way it's put together, the way it's put together or the reason it's put together the way it is, is to reach a wider audience of, you know, our moms, our aunts, our uncles, people that don't really know um, the white-hot center of games or really anything about them, that they could watch it and, you know, learn something, but also while learning it be be entertained, because that's the point of watching a movie, right? <laughs> It seems like, you know, especially reading through uh, your Kickstarter pitch, that part of what you wanted to do was sort of help people understand what video games are. There's certainly a generational gap uh, in terms of people that, you know, like ourselves, that play games, that understand games, that love games, and people who just look at video games as 
this sort of other thing that they don't quite uh, understand? You know, how, how much are you hoping to convince sort of those people to just get a sense of this is why people care so much about the medium? Yeah, you know, I mean, the short answer is is a lot. You know, I hope that uh, that the film being available in, in as wide of a release that it is, um, which I'll say just briefly, you know, ha- having a theatrical release in you know almost 40 markets and digitally and and uh, uh, package, you know, DVD and Blu-ray later in the year, um, you know, an international. That's really sort of the best, the best, best case scenario for any kind of independent documentary. Um, so I'm I'm thrilled that it's going to be out wide like that. Um, but yeah, you know, I think um, there's there's so many different perceptions about gaming. There's the nostalgia angle that that we have and our parents have about the arcades and you know when gaming first began. And then I feel like there's this big gap between sort of the mid-90s to to now that people kind of go, well, then games started kind of becoming a little more real, and then the violence thing gets thrown in there, and then the time wa- quote-unquote time-wasting thing gets thrown in there, and people sort of that don't, that haven't kept up with it sort of just scoot it off the table and say, well, that's, you know, that's a waste of time or it's violent or it's both, and so... And, you know, you and I both know that's not true. That's that's a very small, you know, uh, section of a bigger industry that is thriving as an art form. So I hope that when people watch the film, they come away with a sense of that, of, of wow, this, it's not just a, you know, a soundbite about violence or time-wasting. It really is a, a legitimate art form that's pushing technology and, employs hundreds of thousands of people around the world and um yeah for you personally why are video games important why are games important to me you know it's interesting i don't think i've had that question yet (laughs) um man why are games important to me uh you know, I'm, I've always been an artist from from a young boy. I was I was sketching cartoons and making uh, sketchbooks and my own comic strips. And I think the first time I ever read, you know, uh, Nintendo Power magazine and saw that, oh, here's the here's all the levels of Legend of Zelda laid out, and then here's an interview with the developer with the game designer, but all these little sprites and all these little characters have to be drawn to make the game. And I was like, oh, well, I like drawing. And, you know, from then on I was hooked on the medium because I knew in some form, in some way, even though the technology is changing over the years, these characters, these worlds have to be created by an artist and by by a team of artists that, uh, you know, nowadays it's it's the ultimate, you know, of those two things, you know, art and science. So that's a very long-winded way of saying, you know, games are important to me because I, I do feel like they are the ultimate uh, art form and the ultimate expression of, you know, film and, and audio and interactivity, um, which is just, you know, how could it get better? Which I'm sure it will, but <laughs> that's what I think now. How could it get better than it is? 
Well, and it seems like part of what your film might be able to accomplish and what seems to be happening uh, more broadly as video games become more popular is that uh, the general audience, the sort of the mainstream audience that maybe played Pac-Man or, or something like that when they were younger and is familiar with things like the Wii, you know, stuff that kind of becomes part of the popular consciousness with video games, they don't have a good understanding of how they're made or why they're made. Uh, whereas with movies, you kind of have a basic idea of you pick up a camera and, you know, with music, you pick up a guitar. And obviously that simplifies what it is to, to make an album or to make a film is, but you at least get some sort of sense of, of how it's made. And I don't, I don't think people have a really good idea of what it's like to make games because it's so cross-collaborative in a way that you can't necessarily simplify in the same way. Absolutely. No, you're right. And that's the, that's the key, you know, I mean, so many throughout the, the filming of this, um, you know, when explaining to people what I was doing, you know, I think other filmmaker friends of mine and even uh, people close to me would say, well, you know, instead of going into all that, well, you may, maybe you should just follow one or two people around and get a real interesting, you know, character study on what that person. And I said, you know, that I'm not saying that that wouldn't be a great film, but that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is really deep dive on, you know, what you're talking about on how games are made and, and showing that it's, it's a, it's a bigger world that, uh, you know, the, the average Joe and the vast majority of the population just has no idea how, what goes into it. And so hopefully after, you know, someone watches the film, it'll spark, you know, idea, maybe even in younger kids of like, oh, hey, you know, game development, that's cool. And, or, or their parents that might have discouraged it before say, see that it's, wow, this is legitimate and it, it's real artists and engineers and smart people. And so, yeah, totally, totally agree. And one of the things that I really like about my job is because I get to talk to all sorts of smart people that make games. I get to learn a little bit more about that process and hear cool stories about uh, sort of the, the creative process that goes into that. Do you have any favorite stories, you know, especially from the perspective of someone who plays games and understands games that, that surprise you over the course of making this documentary? Hmm. Yeah, so many, so many. Um, you know, I, I do... I, I do like the, the sort of a common thread that that I heard through talking to lots of developers, developers of all kinds of games, casual games, shooters, to deep immersive, uh, uh, you know, RTS games, MOBAs. Uh, is that it's it's a good game, and I'm sure you've heard this before. Um, it's it's so difficult to strike that balance between equal parts of frustration and reward because uh, if it's too easy it's it, then it's not meaningful right um, but if it's too hard then it's well this sucks I don't want to you know I don't want to be frustrated for three hours trying to play this game and so finding that balance for the type of game it is for the type of audience that's going to play it is so much more difficult than it seems and and hearing people you know like talking to the guys at Naughty Dog and you know how they how they do that how they strike that balance between storytelling and and reward versus frustration and and even back to the you know that was really sort of the mantra of the guys in the in the early days is is how do we how do we get more quarters but not totally piss people off <laughs> make it fun but make them keep playing you know 
<laughs> so yeah, that's probably the common thread that I heard from most people was that that balance of reward and frustration. I have to imagine, you know, when you started compiling the list of people you wanted to talk to, and then having done it, the list of people you got to talk to. You know, that's, again, part of the reason I like my job is you get to actually meet these people and ask the questions that you have in your head when you play their games. Uh, was there a particular interview that you were looking forward to that you actually got to, to pull off as a, as a part of putting this together? Oh, man, so many, so many. Um, probably the most surreal for me was, was uh, meeting Nolan Bushnell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've just... I'm a huge uh, uh, fan of, of of history in general, but game history. Just I have so many coffee table books and game history books, and obviously Nolan is, uh, you know, arguably the father or godfather of, of games. You know, everybody has their own opinion on that, which is fine. But you know, Atari was was uh, big for me, and so meeting him and just seeing what a nice guy he is, but then. Once we started to really get into the interview, just how how intelligent he is, and why you start to realize pretty quickly, oh, this this it's pretty obvious why this guy is successful and why he is who he is because he's a really intelligent guy. Um, so that one probably is at the top of the pile for me of a sort of of a pinch myself moment throughout filming. And to that end, uh, you know, you talked about having all these sort of coffee table books and having sort of a deep understanding of, you know, the history of games yourself. Where did you start when you were beginning to sketch out what the story of this documentary was going to be? Obviously, things change as you shoot the interviews and you start getting in the editing room and you see what it actually becomes. But what was the, the thrust you had at the beginning of this is the story I want to tell? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'll tell you a quick story. I, I'm real. I'm really romantic when it comes to game history and that whole, you know, the era of, of old games. Um, but you know, this is like I said, almost uh, uh, three and a half, four years ago. I took my nieces and nephews to a. Uh, if it wasn't Dave and Buster's, it was a Dave and Buster's type place where you can eat and play games. And so we were, you know playing games and and they were playing all the shooters and driving games and you know virtual reality um and i saw this one little machine in the corner you know an old an old uh galaga pac-man machine and uh like oh man i went over there and started playing it and pretty quickly they came over and you know hey what's this and I explained it to them and you know that night i went home and and uh i was in the mood to see a documentary and i was kind of nostalgic for games because of you know, playing that you know that old arcade machine and explaining it to my nieces and nephews. So I started looking around for a documentary on gaming, and that's kind of where it began. Like I couldn't really find anything that I thought was representative of, of an industry that I loved and the, and the history that I loved. So I just kind of hypothetically asked myself the question: Well, if I was to, if so, if someone, not me, <laughs> God, it, couldn't, it couldn't possibly be me, but if someone or to do this, I wonder how they would break that down. And so I started kind of like making notes and, you know, uh, from that sort of snowballed into, okay, as a filmmaker, how do, how do you tell this story? Not as a person that loves games, not as a movie buff, um, but as a filmmaker, how do you, how do you tell the story in less than two hours? And, uh, that's where it came from. You know, that's where the sort of the four act structure of, of the history, the culture, the, the, the behind-the-scenes development process and the future 
uh, came out of that is yes, there's a million and one other other deep dives and sections and sub subsections we could go into, but the, it seemed like that was the heart of it. Those, those four chapters were the heart of a film that would be called video games. And what were those four chapters? How how do you sort of end up breaking that up? Is it sort of in eras, in in console generations? Like, how did you end up figuring out how to structure that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, the 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 four chapters being you know one full chapter is the history of games, but obviously the history it w- runs throughout the film because you can't really you can't really divorce the the the, the film ever from the history of it. But so many sort of videos and specials and and even documentaries on gaming that I would watch would sort of start in like 1972 and then go up to like 1993 or 1990, you know, whenever the PlayStation 1 came out and say, and then it would sort of fade out and then who knows what else is to come. And I was like always disappointed, like, oh my gosh, there's so much not only could you go so much deeper, if you've got two hours, you should really deep dive on all this stuff. Um, so I knew that I wanted the history to be a, 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 a section, just sort of a, a quick. Okay, here's the here's the basics. Um, you know, this is the, these are the first games. This is the next generation of games. This is where we are now. Um, but again, I knew a two-hour movie on that would only appeal to you know a small demographic. There's got to be more. There's got to be a human element. So the culture part of it was the second chapter, which. You know, looking at the community of gamers now, and uh, you know how people meet and interact online, and esports, and you know that was a big part of it. And then again, it's like, well, if a film is just those two things, it's still only a two-note film. Where else? What happens after you you look at the people? And then the the, the answer that I sort of came up with, the universe came up with, was well, you look at the industry. You look at you know not the people playing them, but the people making them. So that's sort of the third chapter is creation, and you know let's let's talk to to the creators and how to, you know how are games made, why are games made, um, and then once that's done, okay, well what's left? Well, the only thing that's left is the future, and so then we sort of looked at uh, you know the Omni and the Oculus and got people's predictions on the future and and uh, you know at that point with those four chapters, I felt like okay, this is a this is a a film that has something to offer a bigger audience that that people can be entertained and educated by. Uh, obviously, you've been playing games for a long time. Like, uh, a, what is your favorite game of all time? Uh, and then, b, uh, what's the most recent thing that you've played? Oh man, such an impossible question to answer, isn't it? Oh yeah, I know, but that's why I get to ask um, it. Yeah, totally. You know, I would say. For me, you know, favorite game of all time, uh, I'd probably go back to Ikari Warriors on on the original Nintendo Entertainment System good because pick. that's the game that I first played. What's that? It's a good pick. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, you know, it was just the first game that I invested so much time in and that through reading Nintendo Power Magazine, I realized that, you know, the... Oh, this is how this is a game that's made from artists, and that was the one that really hooked me. Um, and uh, what was the second part of your question? I'm sorry. Uh, just most recently, what are you what are you into these days? Oh, most recently, you know, it's funny. Um, Spec Ops: The Line is a game that's kind of passed 
passed over me. I, I knew about it when it came out, but I just was kind of backlogged with games and I never got to it. And uh, about a week ago, I was in games, uh, uh, GameStop and uh, I saw a used copy of it for like $9. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember I never got around to that. And so uh, I've, I picked it up and I've been playing it this past week and really, really enjoying it. Cool. Well, Jeremy, super appreciate your time. I'll let you go on to the next one, and uh, good luck with uh, the launch of the film. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for your interest, and uh, really appreciate it.